0: taken us a few days to uh, sit down together. This NBA free agency recap has been happening for about a week and a half, but let's be honest, every couple of days something seems to be changing in the NBA world. So finally, I'm sitting down again with the great man, J-Lo. How are you on this, what are we, th- Thursday afternoon, mate? I've got allergies, man. I've got allergies. I've been Ooh. sniffing all day. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, make sure you stay on the other side of the couch because I do not want to get uh, sick before I head down south it to be cold enough down there. I don't want to be uh, catching another flu. You can't catch allergies, Al. You know, what are you allergic to? I don't know. There's something in there. In my eyes were just all water. I don't know anyway, why. That's I'm not sure. good. That's not yeah, it's not tangent off uh, topic. We're here talking basketball. Plenty of shit has happened in the last uh, 12 days of free agency. Uh, huge, huge player movement. Bit of a relevant one with the Denver Nuggets. We thought it'd be quiet and nothing really to report for the Nuggies, uh, but they landed at what I think is a pretty valuable chip to play alongside Nick Jokic. Yeah, Paul Milsha.
1: Welcome back. <laughs> Recently, thank you. Well, that you. was
0: all that happened in free agency for True. us. True. Yeah, that was um, we,
1: we traded just now for Jeremy Grant, who's, yeah, I agree. I feel like he's a really good piece. Um, and it's that sort of feels like the Nuggets are kind of in, in the end game in terms of where mm. they're, they're. Roster building. Roster style. building, yeah. And now it's about adding that one guy who, like, slots into the second unit well and, like, He's, he's a great three and D guy, like he's and he's a hyper athlete, so he fits really nicely. He's on the same timeline as us, twenty five years old, forty percent Who started feet. most
0: of the uh three minutes for you guys last year? Greg
1: Barton. Yeah.
0: because He could start the at the two. three, but um someone I can't remember who else, this one of the ringer podcasts probably they were talking about playing him at the four as well. They're like, Yeah, he's perfect to play next to Nick yeah. Yoke. I was like, Oh, it's interesting. I didn't know, I just thought him, you know, as a wing, I didn't really think of the versatility factor that he can, he can just be really like a bit more of an athletic Paul stuff
1: Yeah, I've, I've always looked at him as a four. And when we signed him, I was like, oh, okay, four. But actually, he really is a three. Uh, he'll just hover between those two spots. He's probably what Trey Lyles was yeah. going to be, you know. Or He's still on the roster. Yeah, but I yeah. don't think he will be for too long. Right, I feel yeah. like he'll get the get the uh, whatever it's called. The boot. Chop. There yeah. we go, the yeah, chop, right. the boot. Um, but yeah, I was pretty happy with that addition. Like, it's not, it's not like a marquee signing, but it's a, uh, it's a nice little solid roster move for an already very good roster. And it's they've obviously doubled down on growth this yeah. year, like hoping that we can can all continue to improve. All those young guys, and he's another young guy who, you know, the the one thing I'm really excited. He was a crap shooter coming to league. Now he's a 40% shooter, that's and that's sort yeah. of you sort of like, oh, he's gone and addressed a problem. Um, already a great defender, so I feel like hopefully he continues to grow. I don't like mean a
0: fantasy on. for a stint of last year. And he was oh, pretty yeah. good, gets a couple of steals, blocks, yeah. like does a bit of everything. He's a nice piece to the Nuggets core, I reckon. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how he transitions and if he someone said he's a bit like maybe Michael Porter injury insurance. Like, yeah, oh, there's definitely. no immediate uh, what's the word? Rush for Porter Junior to come in and contribute, like they now have Grant. So yeah, I thought it was A very underrated move, but that kind of fell into place after OKC pretty much blew up their team. Yep. Uh, before we dive into all the players, who's where, whatnot, who do you reckon had the best off season out of every NBA team? Taking everything into context, obviously the Knicks would have loved to land Durant and Irving, so a lot of people rank them instantly as losers. Yep. but teams I'm trying to think of someone else Charlotte. Cap space. Yeah. <laughs> they had the worst one yeah, probably, um, they're my
1: pick for the worst off season yeah. um, by a long long stretch I
0: saw that uh, Terry Rozier in the next three years is going to earn exactly the same amount of money that the Hornets paid Kemba for his first oh, yeah. eight seasons that's just crazy so yeah good luck uh, Hornets fans we live with uh, one bloke who probably won't be wanting to tune into many of them so yeah. that's going think- to be a
1: he de- we were talking about it yesterday. And yeah. He was saying, oh, he'll be surprised if they get 15 wins.
0: Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, maybe. There are some pretty solid college prospects, but there's no Zion this year, so... No. Yeah. Oh, look, it's fine, because the, the one
1: thing they've got going for them is that they've got Bridges and Monk, mm-hmm. and they've got... Oh, Rogier could be a good player, let's True, yeah. he'd, he'd give True, yeah. He could be like... A, he's a starting-caliber point guard, and he might continue to grow... They add one. They add the number one pick next year, and they'll be fine. You know yeah, what I mean? True. Um, so it won't be a long thing. But Charlotte had a bad one. I think uh, best off season. You've surely you've got to give it to the Clips. Um, yeah, I
0: think. But sticking with the Clips, on. they gave up a ton asset wise, but really, like there was no alternative. They had to. They didn't really just trade it for poor George. They traded it in a sense for George and Kawhi. Yeah, like getting those two, you now have probably in my opinion the two best two way players in the league both on the wing they both come with a little bit of injury issues but we've seen how Kawhi coast, not coasted but like was managed yeah. throughout the season they could probably it wouldn't surprise me if Paul George missed the first couple of weeks and they were like get your body right like we're not about having you good in November and December let's focus on the end goal so yeah, yeah the Clips are probably the ones I agree with you that had a ripper off season I think Personally, I would just have to side with Golden State because they pretty quietly brought back Clay and then all of a sudden brought back Looney for like three years and 15 mil, super cheap. They got rid of like guys like Livingston and Iggy and kind of moved on from their like core that saw them contend, but they still added D'Angelo Russell. I think they added, oh, they got Willie Stein, Alec Burks. Like, they got some very underrated pieces and some cheap dudes. And dudes with a lot of upside. I think like it wouldn't be surprising if all those dudes I just mentioned had a career year next year.
1: Them, them in New York are the two teams that I think had the like. Uh, yeah, other than the, the teams that landed the the Big superstars, fish, yeah. I think those two had had the best offseason I think the the Knicks had a good offseason because they didn't take a gamble on they didn't get uh, Achilles Durant. Yeah, like that's one thing I can't get over. He's a seven footer. Who's skinny? Who just did his Achilles? Kind of weird. How years. skinny
0: his legs are. Yeah, like, and he's thirty
1: can't... years old, and I'm just like, no. let not forget, to, you don't want to give away a
0: Max' contract. Let's not forget when know. he was with the Thunder, he had a messed up foot that sorry that year that Russ yeah. like kind of went on a solo tear, and yeah. then um, there was a period of time with Golden State. I remember when he injured his foot as well, when he thought he was gonna like Played play about like like half the... a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. He does I guess, I've i always been in the camp Of like No nah, he's going to be fine It's You know We've seen him score at such an amazing clip That yeah. I don't think This injury will impact him a lot But it's It's definitely worth noting He have not They brought in Randall as well Who yeah. I love I think he's
1: awesome For nothing it was It's like One one and one For ten million Isn't it Like it's It's dirt cheap
0: I think he I'll get the details up I can't remember exactly But I'm Like a lot of the deals That they did sign Like they got dudes Like Reggie Bullock Randall, um, Marcus Morris, apparently might, or maybe Markeef, I forget which one. Yeah. The dude that committed to the Spurs might be coming to the Knicks, mm. but it's on like a two-year, twenty million deal with a team option for yeah. the second. Yeah, so. team
1: friendly, and they've got some young guys who actually are like. Oh, they're like Julius Randall's like twenty-four years old, and like yeah. they the, they've got all these guys who are recycled who might just turn out good. They got RJ Barrett. I actually really liked their off-season
0: i got a list up here. So they also signed dudes like Taj Gibson, Ellington, yeah. Alfred Payton. But again, they got most of these dudes with a team option in the third or second year of their contract. Yeah. So Randall's was three for 63 mil. But again, team oh, option yeah, in the third. So, 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 so But like you, you have to pay 90, or you have to fill up 90, 95% mm-hmm. of your cap space anyway under the current rules. So yeah, I think the Knicks were almost unfairly getting crapped on a little bit. Like they got Knox... They got Dennis Smith Jr., who I still really like, yeah. and obviously RJ, who could be just about anything. Let's be honest; he looked he was the number one rated high school recruit before uh, Zion stole his thunder. Do I feel like so. he'll be a
1: five to seven time All Star? Yeah, if I was, uh, if
0: six was the overall under, I'd probably I'd take the over. I think just, yeah, but just. you know, it, it would depend a little bit on circumstance and fit. Um, going back a couple of steps, back to the Clippers, I think. Getting George and um, Kawhi was obviously crucial, but Pat they brought Bev. a lot of their band back together. Like they kept Pat Bev three years, forty mil. Zubac was back in four years, twenty eight. What a bargain! Like they got Roddy Magruder. I saw. Yeah. So I actually really like the roster they've kind of built around those dudes. Like they've got some other pieces like Trez, um, Lou Williams. Obviously, yeah. I think. At the moment they're probably the favourites But god it's so wide open You can't really declare anyone favourites right now I don't think it's like, There's still a lot of pieces still to go I think still half the free agents are up I, to
1: grab, So I said it to you yesterday I, I am putting money now Well I'm not putting money I'm not a betting man But I am, I am locking the Warriors in To win it next year I think I like what they did bring okay. in Russell. They still have four All-Stars on their roster. And what they did, they traded out a guy who... Is... Uh, sorry to intervene. Is Draymond Green an All-Star this season? You reckon? Oh, he played great in the back half of the year. He Let's, like He really turned it on. Mm. He's the sort of guy who, like, he's a worker, you know? Yeah. And so you never count someone like Draymond Green now. Um, yeah, I agree. The, the thing I like about what the Warriors is, is they got rid of a guy who whose best basketball is probably behind him. Yep. Um, even though he's the best player in the world probably, other than maybe Kawhi and Giannis now, uh, especially with the injury. Yep. And they've brought in a guy who's like, he's 23 years old, he's already an all-star, he came on so, and the, his best basketball is in front of him, and that's D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Um, so I think... I think they... I reckon they'll do it. I reckon he'll fit in seamlessly. I think Steve Kerr's probably the best coach in the league. Well, top three. Right, uh, yep. I. Like, Pop obviously has the legacy factor, but in terms of, like, managing his players and, like, getting the
0: best out of them, Steve Kerr is the ultimate players coach. We're really going to see today. what he's like coach-wise, I think, for the first half of the season. I don't know exactly what the timetable with um, Clay Thompson's ACL is. Probably... Like seems likely to play last like after the 12 break, to 15 maybe. games yeah. in the year, and they'll time him to be healthy for the playoffs. Uh, the Warriors 12 bucks to win the chip right mm. now, according to Bet365. Coley Stein,
1: Coley Stein is a huge. Uh, Upgrade from whoever they had playing the centre, like Boogie, yeah, Boogie slash Looney slash um, Bell. Yeah. Like, oh well, Stone is leaps and bounds ahead of those guys. Yeah, well, I,
0: I declared him one of the winners, so it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Golden State was up there in contention. I think I don't know, like Steph Curry being a year old, I wonder if he can like carry them enough through the regular season. DeAngelo obviously will help, but you know, like it really does sometimes come down to just. Um, I think it was Mike D'Antoni was talking about The Rockets How they got off to that terrible start And for that reason They had to play like Golden State in the second round On the road Because of their lower seeding So like that Golden State If they are going to go all the way and win the chip It feels like they have to have a couple of things Break right their way Like maybe sneak into the two seed Or the three seed over a lower one So they get a few more games that, oh. well, What's the new stadium? It's not I I anymore But called. yeah the new San Francisco Arena or yeah. whatever um, I feel like that could be a factor for teams because, let's be honest, I mean, we saw Toronto won it, They won it on the road, didn't they? Yeah. Shit? Yeah. So, like, it, take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes home court's not that important. But if you want to get through the four rounds, I think it do, does play a part. Oh, big time. But I, I think with the Warriors, is the thing that
1: excites me is that, like, you bring in this... I'm getting a bit D'Angelo happy here, but <laughs> you bring in... D'Angelo Russell, the 23 year old It's like, here, come and work with the two Greatest shooters who have ever lived, pretty yeah. much Let's, like, let them show You how to work, and I just think that's gonna I reckon, he's gonna have a huge year And I reckon, he, he's a, he's a shooting Guard, yeah, he's not a point guard And I think Steph will, like, ease a bit of pressure off him Imagine, like, everyone's paying attention To Steph, D'Angelo's already a deadly Shooter, he's nasty Yeah, and he he's does, he's ice cold too. He
0: does have a, hot like, a lot of his I guess baskets aren't really coming in catch and shoot positions, but in saying that, it's just because no one in Brooklyn or LA before that really was helping him out. Like that. he's, you always see videos of him on C. Brickley's Insta and all this of him pulling off like wicked moves, training hard in the off season. So it wouldn't surprise me if he kept trending upwards and did yeah. help Golden State stay in contention. We've gone 13 minutes and we haven't even mentioned uh, the other team. In Los Angeles The Clippers' younger brother The Lakers Kind of struck out On uh, a lot of the big fish Did swing for the fences Before free agency And trade for AD But I feel like they've put Nice Pieces around But they were pretty hamstrung Salary cap wise With AD And Lebron's huge And um, hamstrung by waiting As well Yeah
1: Like waiting for Kawhi And not getting him Everyone else was gone Mm. All those All the great pieces not the centre pieces but the great sort of ancillary pieces were they were off the
0: market already you it's know? unreal how much the Lakers and the Clippers had to give up just draft capital wise to get the two stars to complement their other bloke like, it's not that unreal I'm, I'm well, I thinking think, like, about Vince Carter getting traded they had to
1: pay up Huge for Vince Carter, the net trade. So yeah, 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 The, the Raptors net trade. What I thought like meant. you have to pay up a lot to get these huge guys. Like these,
0: the best, their top five players. It's w- absolutely worth it, but yeah, it's Tectonic like side of it sort of guys. I wonder now if all of a sudden this LeBron AD thing doesn't, you know, really mesh. Like they don't have enough support around them. They don't really have the ability to get the third dude now. Like there's no Kevin Love out there when they're trying to build a big three, but. You, you never you, know, LA, LA appeals to a lot of people, so... That's it, and the, the,
1: the league has shifted all of a sudden very quickly from big threes to dynamic duos, yeah. um, and let's be honest, that's still arguably the best dynamic duo in the league, um, particularly if like LeBron is, kind of does what Russ did with PG this year and decides, to like I'm going to facilitate more, which he's obviously going to do, and yeah. AD is just going to go wild in LA, I think. It's like they finally freed him. Um, I They're still fine They'll be fine Those two Will Those two players Power you through To a Probably a top 5C In the West Yep Yeah I agree with um, that Especially with the like, the Warriors and the Rockets Sort of slipping a little
0: The only other like Recognised point guards That the Lakers signed Was Quinn Cook And they brought back Rondo For like 3 mil A year Something like that So That'll be very handy, uh, depth wise. But there's a lot of talk going around about LeBron just playing like pretty much full time point guard. So That's fine. That's the, the people get really caught up over the the
1: term point guard. Yeah. Point guard is the the player that initiates your your offense.
0: Nikola Jokic is
1: the Nuggets point guard. Um, like James Harden is the Warriors. Uh, sorry, the Rockets point guard. He's mm-hmm. not a point guard, but he is their point guard. It's just a position you play. On a court, it's like not about height or fucking anything like that. It's yeah. like, and Simmons is seven foot, you know, it doesn't matter. LeBron's been widely recognized as the best passer in the league. He's almost his whole career. It's true, yeah. He's un- He'll be fine. Like Magic Johnson 2.0. I'm not worried about that at all. People are getting so caught up on that bloody friggin' LeBron point guard thing. Yeah, you know? I know. I reckon that's no worries. He was going to be the point guard anyway, let's be honest. Yeah, he pretty much yeah. is. Let's like see. even when he was playing next to Kyrie, he was probably the point guard fifty percent mm. of the time. Anyway. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Let's be honest, the Bron can play all five positions, so
0: they can start. Oh, who else? So they got Danny Green, who was someone that they were, I like, guess, lucky to stag Love that. that. Great. Yeah, yet. and they got, like I said, Cook and Rondo. So there's nothing wrong. I could see them starting Danny Green and like Avery Bradley. Quinn Cook's yeah. a
1: nice piece. He's like a championship-winning. Yeah, like he's been on that. He's been on a championship roster. He knows what it takes. Played behind Steph Curry. Yeah, I think people are getting a little bit too worried about the Lakers. They're still really nice. Who knows what DeMarcus turns into? Like he's still he's a four-time All Star, you know?
0: Yeah, he. Well, again, harping back to KD's Achilles injury, hasn't really been the same player since he went down in New Orleans with that. But apparently AD like openly coveted Boogie was like in free agency after there was all that talk of him not garnering any interest like called Boogie because Boogie switched agents as kind of no one talked about mm. after the first week of free agency like well, fired his agent I know, I know. Um, and yeah apparently Anthony Davis when they found out they weren't getting Kawhi was like yo like come back here so it wouldn't surprise me if he a, like yeah. pushed
1: back towards all stardom I think so yeah. I think um, the thing with Boogie Boogie versus AD, uh, KD is that um, Boogie didn't rely on his explosiveness that much mm-hmm. he, he relied on his heft and his like nice footwork which doesn't, it's not an Achilles thing KD's a slasher, you know so he needs that big first step whereas, yeah. whereas Boogie's kind of like I'll just push you around and then I think he yeah, he's, he's a, a bruiser yeah, he's notice. much, I feel much less concerned about his recovery I mean the quad thing was a bit Concerned yeah,
0: like... <laughs> I it genuinely Look up I remember Watching the injury And I was like Oh my god He's just like Des- Fully decimated. destroyed His yeah. quad he, And then In the finals They're like Demarcus Cousins Could come back I was like Bullshit yeah, No way I
1: thought yeah. he was broken Yeah um, I, I think he'll be okay Yeah
0: I hope he does I, I don't mind Boogie I feel like he uh, Has got a bit of a Bad rap for portions of his career, let's be honest. I don't been, like him as a teammate. He hasn't been the the greatest bloke to get along with. But I, I wish him well. If, yeah, I wish
1: him well. If Denver had signed him say three years ago, or even now, I would be like, no, mm. anyone but like, because he's bad in, for the locker room. Yeah. Um, but you feel like nothing really matters in Los Angeles, does it? You can have any locker room, it's the Lakers. That's, that's true. That's Speaking of
0: the two LA locker rooms, if you had to pick one for the next two years, you're like, righto, I'm fully invested in Clippers or Lakers to win it all. Let's be honest, they could go one and one the next two years. We mm. could see one of them win both. Know. But does either of them stand out to you? If you're like, yeah, I believe in this group. Or do you think it's oh, almost splitting hairs? I mean, I, you've probably got a side with Doc Rivers. Mm. Uh, Doc Rivers is a factor. Is it Vogel? Yeah, he's the yeah. Well, let's be honest. In a couple of months' time, it'll probably be Jason Kidd. Could be Ty
1: Lou. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I would probably side with Doc and the better like Pat Beverly. I love. Yes. Yeah, I really like Pat Beverly. Um, Lou will coming off the bench behind those two. It's like I'll oh, have a rest, Kawhi. Lou will have thirty. Um, I would definitely go the Clippers, but um, the better dynamic duo, I would choose the Lakers. I would yeah. choose AD. Um, as much as I love Kawhi, he's probably my favourite player of the four. I think AD is probably the best player of yeah, the Yeah, in that quartet. People
0: forget about AD. I was going to say, in that quartet, I think we've got a lot of Kawhi recency bias after what we yeah. just saw him do in the last 25 yeah. playoff games. And Paul George before that. True. Confirmed. But yeah, I think all of those guys are capable of winning an MVP. But if I had to pick one of them, it would probably be... Uh, Anthony Davis over the next couple yeah, of years yeah I
1: agree I think he's right in his prime and he's like he's an unsolvable problem like on his day yeah
0: I asked you this uh, briefly over the weekend if Kawhi wins a chip for the Clippers just painting hypotheticals where do you reckon that puts him all time because that would give him a ring with the Spurs Raptors and the Clippers and the Spurs you know they're a great organisation but almost single handedly dragging the Clippers and the Raptors to relevance
1: Pretty huge. It depends how long it takes him to win for the Clippers. Like if he wins it after four years, I'm like, oh okay, like whatever. Like he had Paul George for four years with him. Like, but if he wins it in the next two, I would say that like catapults him um, easily in the top fifty of all time. I'd almost say it's like Um, Tom. But, I, I, like, I'm I would say maybe 20. Like, top 20, to like, t-
0: pushing to, like, a dozen? I would
1: have to, like, look at the list yeah. in front of me. Um, okay. But, I, like, off the top of my head, easily top 50, probably top 25. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, like, you, you sort of talk about Ivy one one more. Then you're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but it, it really depends. It also probably depends, like, how Paul George plays. Like, because if Paul... It's very possible Paul George plays next to Kawhi everyone's like, oh, actually... Paul George is probably the MVP of the team. Mm, like, yeah, um, possible. So, I'm, there's a lot of um, you know factors, but yeah. I think
0: I think um, yeah, it's a it's a great point you make. Like it would catapult him. It would be unreal. It's interesting to point out as well because now that I'm getting a lot of this stuff on Instagram from all the team accounts, it's like Paul George has officially signed. It's like uh, yeah, we know. Yeah. But like now they're all there's photos of them actually signing the contracts. Kawhi's contract. Signed for three years, 103 mil, but there's a player option hmm. in the third year. So he and Paul George are technically only contracted to the Clippers for the next two seasons. Right. I don't think it'll mean a hell of a lot, but you never know. It could be a factor yeah, down the road.
1: Kawhi has been very interesting in the way he's attacking his career. He's taking, those, he's taking the risk in not going the long contracts. He's like quite often opting for like really short, flexible things. Like yeah. How am I going to get the most chips? Which is like... So, you know, there's all these players who are like, oh, I just want to win. I want to win so badly. Um, and then, like, go and sign five-year max deals with, yeah. like, a team. You're like, oh... The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yeah, the Nets. Or, yeah, or um, you know, like the, even, like, AD with the Pels, you're like, oh, you you, you could have given yourself a lot more flexibility. Dude. Yeah. But Kawhi, he says it, and then you're like... He, you see him, the way he acts and, like, takes games off and, like, literally just tries to win chips. And, yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's that one dude in the league who, when he says that, I totally believe it.
0: I read this uh, Nick Nurse piece, and I think there were some other quotes in there from Masai Jiri, just essentially talking about Kawhi's time with the Raptors. And it was funny, he said from, like, day one, Kawhi was just, like, didn't talk about his future, didn't talk about anything like that. I was like, Righto, like... How are we going to do this? Let's yeah. win a championship. What do we need? What's the best route? How many games do you want me to play? Like all this. So yeah, I, I agree with you. He is uh, pretty committed to uh, winning another ring for sure. I love how um, how nice the Toronto
1: fans are being about him. They're like, oh, even though he kind of dogged us, like we traded Demar Derozan for him, like a really good player. Oh, he got us a chip. Like yeah. we're fucked now that's Toronto's got nothing now. For
0: like, well, actually, I always they've they got field. a world They won class. the chip. They won
1: the chip. That's no, I, I agree. But, but imagine but... they had
0: lost the finals and then Kawhi's like, "Cat, yeah, yeah." It'd be different ballgame. Oh, I don't know. The,
1: the Raptors fans are just like, "Oh, we're just glad
0: to be here." <laughs> oh, sorry, Kawhi, we didn't mean yeah. to uh,
1: hamper you on your way to LA. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny one, but um, you know, I I think the Raptors will be fine. They've got the best GM in the league yeah. by a long way. But um, I don't know. I just. Uh, it's funny. I just laugh at it every time I see how appreciative the Raptors fans are of Kawhi, and then he like left him after one season and really <laughs> fucked him because they saw they were like oh yeah let's bring the band back and then he didn't come back. <laughs> be and they're him. like oh well we have like a maybe a fine like a playoff team now. Like, yeah, but
0: are the other Raptors in East playoff team. Not? Yeah, uh, who uh, was the so to this look? year?
1: Detroit. Things have moved so much. It's yeah. a bit hard to gauge. Like. But I obviously think they're Brooklyn steal, but got yeah, better. not a contender. Brooklyn got better. Um, yeah, there's like Miami got better. I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't think they are. Like if you look at like, oh, who's their best player? It's Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, where does Kyle Lowry like stack up on the list of best players in the East? And you're like, well, if he's not in the top 10, you're kind of like, ooh. Yeah, I I
0: don't think he is Nah, I don't think so either
1: Especially with those big two coming to Brooklyn and
0: stuff He might not even uh, be an All-Star next year, poor Kyle Oh, I doubt, yeah, not. He had a good year this year It'd be interesting to see how his uh, future unfolds Going back to the Brooklyn Nets Haven't harped on them too much We pretty much knew that I think actually the last sit-down we did We already knew that Kevin and Kyrie were going to Brooklyn But we now have a bit of an idea of the roster they got around them. They uh, also brought heavy hitters like Garrett Temple and Wilson Chandler into the squad. And of course, the big three wouldn't be complete without uh, DeAndre Jordan. So do you like what the Nets have done? Like if you're Sean Marks, you're like, look, we can get Kevin and Kyrie. We just go for it. I know that you stand in the Kyrie is... A, one bloke broke his Achilles and one broke broke the Celtics locker room. So yeah. it's not two great dudes to build around. But do you reckon the dynamic can work? Uh, yeah, I think it can. I
1: think DeAndre is perfect next to those guys. Um, I actually really like Wilson Chandler. I think the Lakers should have moved heaven and earth to sign him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it will work. Who else is on their roster? Alan, um, Karis LeVert as well. Yeah, all...
0: that's a... <laughs> about it, actually. Uh... I'll see if I Because can... a lot of the... Pieces they had, like Dudley, Damari Carroll, Ronde Hollis, Jefferson, yeah. Ed Davis, like all those dudes left. So, yeah. all of a sudden, I don't think they're too worried about building the right roster this year. I think this yeah. is a little bit of a let's get KD right, let Kyrie go on his like 30 point a game spree.
1: And also, let like, like probably manage Kyrie through the year yeah. as well. They'll be like, they'll do what uh, Toronto did with Kawhi this yeah. year. Let's not forget
0: that Karis Levert looked like he yeah, it was great smashed his leg. Like in November or whatever, like we were like, oh, he's like dislocated his ankle, broken his foot, yeah. but then came back in the back half of the year. So they've still got... They actually had a pretty solid draft as well. They added a few bits and pieces. So yeah, I like, right. I like their mix.
1: I like their mix. If I was them, I would have, instead of chasing an Achilles injury and a crap point guard, yeah. I would have ch- chased two other guys, um, two other of the max guys. I can't even think of who it was at this point. but it would have probably been Kawhi and... Oh
0: Tobias Harris, I think, ended up getting a max. Yeah.
1: But if like, you know, obviously Paul George was up for grabs and you're like, oh well, could they could could they have been the guys who got Paul George? I know Paul George and Kawhi are Cali boys, yeah. so it makes a lot more sense and stuff, but you're like, God, wouldn't who would you prefer? Kawhi and Paul George or K D and Kyrie?
0: The first one, absolutely. Uh, by
1: a, a long margin, right? Like yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I'm like... Huh. Kyrie doesn't
0: have the greatest injury history either. Let's no, he's
1: had weird foots. He had a foot in college, he which had, I'm like... Ew. Yeah, he
0: had knee issues that they were like, oh, he might have like arthritis problems mm-hmm. in the back half of his career when um, he missed the first like playoff round the Celts went on. So Yeah,
1: I I think... Um, I, I worry, I really worry that Brooklyn um, have done the wrong thing again mm-hmm. and overextended the same way they, they did it, what, seven years ago or whatever now. Yeah. And we might just look at... I, th- I think I said this, year I, th- I said they might look back on it and I think the Knicks will be glad they didn't do it and I think Brooklyn will be like, ah, damn. damn. Like, it did not work and we're fucked now because yeah. we owe KD a shitload four years, right?
0: Yeah, both of them four years. Four, four years uh, one
1: forty for Kyrie. Well, Kyrie will K. be 30-something... The, like, he's, he's going to be... will be 35 at going to be a 30-something flat-earther, which is just a huge fucking worry. <laughs> You're really,
0: really not a fan of uh, Kyrie's beliefs. Oh,
1: look, you can believe whatever you want, but uh, if I'm getting a bloke, I'm putting how much money behind him? Mm. H- 120
0: million plus, right? Hundred. Well, actually, I'm looking at it now. His deal isn't as expensive as what I thought compared oh. to... Uh, Durant's but it's still 136 mil for four years Durant's 164 yeah. for four years so um, that's that's it like that's it too. you too like I was just saying about the Lakers like you got LeBron and AD on your books it's not like you're like oh well let's try and trade for some pieces like no, we've just got to sign like whoever we can almost get yeah
1: this is us for the next four years but I just I think they'll regret it that's, that's my thoughts um, but you have to do it at the same time yeah you know? I totally understand it and like if Given, like, if I knew Ka- Kawhi wasn't coming and I knew X, Y... Like, of course you try and get those two. But I think I just really worry. I hope it works out. I hope KD comes back and he's unreal. Yeah, but. I agree.
0: Well, they've got... I'm just having a look through the Nets, like, other pieces. they got Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince if you forget that they tried right, for Tory him but he's a restricted free agent next year so someone's probably going to splash a bit of coin at him probably Toring too coin. much for them to afford maybe um, Jared Allen it wouldn't like Allen I don't know oh, about but yeah, Allen really and handy. DeAndre together yeah, that makes no sense like if I was if I was running the Cavs or the hmm. I don't know Hornets yeah someone like the Kings I'd just be like yo what do you want for Jared Allen like we'll give you yeah, I wonder what... a cheap expiring and a Lot, top three protected. Folks. I wonder like, if um if the Pels could grab Jared Allen. They don't need him, mate. Have you watched uh, Jackson Hayes' summer league?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's looked good. It's the summer league though, I and know. let's be honest, none
0: of the good draft draftees are playing. So, know, like, it's, he's playing against. Crabs. It's so funny. A lot of people are like, they're already doing load management in the summer Yeah, <laughs> uh, It's exactly. going to be one of those years. Like, yeah, it's, no all stars going to play over 70 games because exactly. they're like, we just need them for the playoffs.
1: Exactly, Can't get
0: them uh,
1: exactly. any risk for injuries. So. No, I, I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, definitely. I, I'd be calling heavy about Jaron mm.
0: so We talked about uh, the Knicks already, so I will to go back down that road and talk about how the Warriors kept their core together. Another contender, that kept their core intact were the Philadelphia 76ers, what although is. they did kind of swap Jimmy Butler for Al Hawford in a sense, yep. which I think if you had one or the other for their current roster and their makeup, I think makes a lot of sense. What you of can sense. have still have Ben and Joel get you through the nightly, and um, Tobias Harris as a third option is pretty fantastic. Absolutely. So I didn't mind that. I'm going
1: to get Yeah, it up. Jimmy Butler seems like he has to be in the right team with the right coach and a definitely. Brett Brown is not the right coach. Like, nah. I, I, I give Brett Brown a lot of credit for like what he's been able to do and like how he somehow managed to keep his job for six-odd years, but um, he's not like a great player coach. Well, I mean, he probably actually is. It seems like a, a lot it seems of seems like applause. a lot of like him, but yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem...
0: I feel like... I feel like... Well, not the opposite, but I feel like he's a good player coach, but sometimes in the X and O's and the little intricacies, you're a little bit like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. Yeah. How can you not have like this player playing at this time when you got a mismatch? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like a that lot that. of that was pointed out by other like analysts, and I was like, mm. oh yeah, that's right. Brett Brown, what
1: are you doing? It'll be interesting to see how uh, Spo handles uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Spo plus Pat Riley. That's the, the interesting thing in Miami is you always have to remember like Pat Riley's just Yeah, there. that's true. It's like, oh, okay, so. I think he could go well down there. But him and Dragic, him and Westbrook, I don't know. If you were
0: Miami, would you just tangent in from the Sixers reset? Would you trade for Westbrook? Uh, yeah, I would, I, if I was pretty much anyone, I would trade for Westbrook. Honestly. I think so too. I've I really come around. I was of the sense, like, it's a pretty bad contract. Why would you do it? But like, if you've got maybe someone like Minnesota as well, you've got not much and like another pretty good player around. Detroit's another team that's getting a lot of uh, floated, buzz it? with Russ. Maybe, I think I read something like Phoenix, but that probably wouldn't work. That but yeah, wouldn't work, yeah, like if you are one of those teams, you're like, look, we've got a probably best, let's say top 12 player in the league. Let's just get him. We've got him for four years. Um, yeah, we could bring a second dude in maybe, and like Paul George, uh, like what happened with Paul George, and then all of a sudden, we might be able to make some noise and get lucky one year. you know. Small that? market team should
1: absolutely offering him because yep. they're not going to get gonna him sign, yeah. they're not signing anyone like the only way a small market team signs someone is they, if they have a, already like a really good call plus a star then they're like, "Oh, actually, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense for you to come to the Midwest, Kauai. Mm. Yeah, you know, come and hang out with these fields and the, the tornadoes.
0: Do it. Let's let's go." What do you mean you're not interested? Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. What are you talking about? We've got like we could be a top three seed in there. He's
0: <laughs> a seed, Yeah. Not in the league, just in the. East. Yeah. Um. All right. Where were we Sixes. Big L next to Joel yeah. and Ben. like, you like it. Yep.
1: Yeah, Al can fit anywhere. He, Al can do no wrong in my eyes. He's one of my favourite players. I just think he's such a pro. Same. Um, and he underrated the underrated.
0: Um, Josh Richardson. Was that who uh, they got as I well? Don't, I did not even in know. The, in that trade with Miami. Who'd they get? It, wasn't, it might be... No, it is Josh Richardson, I swear. Not um, Tyler Johnson. don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway. But if they did, that's I a I think they got Jay Rich. I'll uh, to confirm that. But yeah, that's a... Very handy get for them. Did Reddick like... go somewhere? He, he did. He went to the Pels, who <laughs> we'll probably talk about in a bit because I also like what they did. But yeah, yeah, Rich is the man I was talking of. He's now on the Sixers for at least the next three years. Player option in his third year. So he's three years, about 32 mil. Doing they some quick probably, maths. they so... probably win the East next year. You reckon? Well, yeah. I mean, Over Lost Brogdon. Oh, well, let's transition quickly into, you know, like, oh, Tobias Harris re signing. You reckon they paid 180 mil? For five years for him, Philly did. Uh, Worth it? Sometimes you just have to. You gotta double down. Well that yeah. does I guess transition a bit they're into in, they're in win now right? Yeah so into yeah. Milwaukee who, as you said, let Brogdon walk. Mm. But they paid Chris Middleton about similar numbers to what Tobias Harris got paid. So I don't know I don't know how the cap legality of it all would work if they had the opportunity to match Brogdon, but apparently the Pacers GM called them and was like, look, instead of us just throwing the offer sheet at him and then you guys being like, oh, do we match him, do we not? Let's work out a trade. So they ended up getting some picks back mm. for Brogdon, which is very smart yeah. from uh, both sides, I guess, yeah. really, because the Pacers kind of had to do it to come to relevance. Yeah. And Milwaukee, like, well, if we're going to lose him, we may as well get something for mm. it. A lot hinging on Eric Bledsoe now, who was in a contract year and then re-signed halfway through the season. And in the playoffs, looked not average, but he didn't look
1: Great. First, first team, all defense.
0: Second team, all defense. Was he? he was on one of the teams. Yeah, okay. yeah was. But yeah, there was, there was a couple of times in the postseason, I was like, oh. Um, yeah, he doesn't look fantastic. So I almost feel like if he could have re-signed Brock, then I'd just be like, right, let's do it. Let's get him. Let's get who would the other bloke. Chris Middleton. Yep. And just keep the band back together. Much yeah.
1: like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like we said quite a bit um, well since the end of the season it was mm. wide open this year yeah. um, so they probably could have won it all with who they had um, I don't mind what they did honestly it probably it puts them into a decent spot to make trades I don't think they're going to look to use those picks because let's be honest Pacers picks won't be that great unless they're, they might be conveyed through somewhere else yeah. but Um, they'll be like middle of the road at best so they'll look to package those for another good player and like you know if Bledsoe's not working out they probably trade Bledsoe or or bring someone else in um, to to fit around Giannis like Giannis is one of three odd players who it doesn't matter who else you have on your team you don't need a second all-star like he is transcendent in how good he is like he's probably the best player in the league let's be honest and he's like He'll probably go away and get a jump shot this year. And everyone is just going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck do we do? Excuse my French. I don't know if we swear on this or not. Yeah, we do. Sunday sit-down
0: is always an explicit uh, podcast. So that's even, cool. though, even on a Thursday, the rules aren't broken. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think um, I think they're okay. But I, I think we should just... It's a hold for them. I think they just... We're okay... Let's wait and see They won 60 guns. games
0: last year So that You know they Really the only piece They lost is Brogdon So Who didn't play Yeah You forget that He missed a lot of time That's a good point So yeah uh, They also added uh, The second Lopez twins So it's going to be cool got To the see them pie, together. The low pie run um, there. And they got Wes Matthews I you not realise For a vet min so yeah, There's thank a bit, of, there's a bit was, of a punch Off the bench Thank god that
1: was for the vet min Not his Just ridiculous contract He's been on For yeah. the last 20 years <laughs>
0: Yeah He's uh, one of he those tweets that really cashed in in 2016. Oh, yeah. Like Mozgov, him, you're just like, oh my
1: god! It feels like he entered the league on a stupid contract. <laughs> like, he's, it feels like he's been on it for so long. <laughs> he got he went undrafted and somehow it was signed like, for the like, max when he here. Yeah, yeah okay. shout out
0: to, uh, Wes Matthews. Good on so you. Hopefully, he can get a couple of buckets in the bucks. Quickly transitioning into the Pacers. Do you reckon they're gonna finish, let's say, top three in the East?
1: Yeah. Because yep.
0: the other contenders for that third spot, I guess, Boston's still maybe in the mix. Probably not. Um, Canberra's nice. Toronto, as we've spoken about, has fallen out. Yeah, so, gone. yeah, I think it would surprise me if the Patriots knocked out the Bucks or Sixers for one of those top two seeds. Because They looked like... great. And Victor Oladipo is a man. Well, he's... Yeah. Almost like a new acquisition, like back into that group. They uh who else did the pacers get? They got someone else. I'll get this stuff again. But yeah, Victor. Turner and, will
1: take another step
0: hopefully, like He's uh, the bloke who's been taking another step for about three or four Seasons and hasn't he hasn't leaped, but his
1: defense is really good. He's a time. great defender, and like he just needs to keep working. You know, he's got Larry
0: Bird in yeah. the front. Oh, T.J. Warren was the other bloke they got. They oh, tr- love Got that. him basically for free. Yeah, that. I've was always weird. liked T.J. Warren. Uh, so
1: do I. I think he's unreal, and he's like jumpers coming along. So, although he's not as good a defender as I thought, I I thought he was a great defender, and everyone's sort of like, nah, what are you what are you talking about?" Man? Yeah. So okay. that sort of. Pegs him down a bit But yeah I like TJ They got a bit
0: of depth as well They signed TJ McConnell From the Sixers nice. Jeremy yeah. Lamb as well Giving them some bench scoring can they, so I, like, I, they
1: they, I can't believe Charlotte let Lamb go It's like Who the hell is scoring For you guys Who is scoring For the no Charlotte way, Hornets no
0: Bloke mate. in seat 3 Row 22 nah. Come down and play I've just realised What's happened Michael Jordan's coming back He's coming back <laughs> Oh there we go yeah, That's exactly he's, he's like This is the plan
1: All along, <laughs> boys I'm going to show you who's the greatest. I'm playing at 55. Yeah.
0: <laughs> comes out just throws me on ducks. dunks. No, he Hand wouldn't. It,
1: man. He would just outthink people. Yeah. He would just be like, just beat them down, man. He's like, you know who I am, right? Like, I'm Michael. Get out
0: of here. Like, if, you, uh, come guard me. if If Michael Jordan comes back to play for the Hornets this year, there is absolutely no way in the world I'm not selling a kidney or something oh, yeah. to go watch him play. That would Yo, not happen. For real, but right? uh, that, that would be, be the. Un-
1: that would be the best business move Michael Jordan could do. <laughs> he, they would sell out every single game. And
0: what kid or like cop, what player would have been like? Oh, I want to play with Michael. Like, Trade me to the Hornets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, all of a sudden, Kawhi is a Hornet. That was his plan all along. Let's get Michael on the phone and figure this yeah. out. We man. need yeah. to uh, need to get a direct line to the Hornets owner and figure it out. All right. Uh, last. The scene. Hornets owner is Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to get in touch oh, okay. with him. Okay, I thought like you figure think, it out. Right? We got it. Although <laughs> Before we talk about the Utah Jazz last team, uh, there's a lot of people saying that Jordan should just sell on us. They're like, nah, not as good as owner, as you think. Like, he hasn't really done anything with him. I think let's just give Michael Jordan whatever the hell he wants because he's Michael goddamn Jordan.
1: Well, and also, like, every, all Michael is doing is pretty much been like, he's not the GM. Yeah. But like, so it's weird that that he just owns something. It's, he's just a business owner. He's like a shareholder in the, he's a majority shareholder in the Charlotte Hornets. Like, I, I don't know if people understand what, How like, that it it's a, yeah, it's like owning a company. It's yeah. like he does, he's not the, he doesn't run the company. It's like, he just owns it. So like, he obviously has a lot of say in what happens and like who he, he hires the GM and stuff, but like, yeah, that's a, like a weird thing. I, it annoys me when people say that. They could
0: be a uh, team that's just like, you know what, we have so many bad contracts. Let's just flip a couple of them and get Westbrook or Wiggins or something like that and just hopefully they pop. Well, Russell's tight with uh, old MJ. Mm-hmm. There you go, that's, that's their plan. They actually just signed, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Terry Rozier to trade to OKC for Russell Westbrook. That wouldn't
1: be the worst for OKC either. Especially if they offloaded a pick or two.
0: He wouldn't be the uh, first big point guard to be traded this offseason because Mike Conley, if you've forgotten, has already uh, been moved to the Utah Jazz. Mm. Last team going to cover because they're all of a sudden pretty nice. They added Ed Davis, who we spoke about from the Nets, which is a nice rebounding piece. They got Conley and they signed Bogdanovich from... I think it's Bogdanovich. Boyanovich. It's Bojan Bogdanovich. One of the Pacers small forwards, so... They're alright. They've got some offense around uh, Donovan Mitchell, which is something we haven't been able to say for the last two years.
1: Yeah, look, they're alright. I think people have got a bit too excited about mm-hmm. the Jazz. Like The Jazz are like on a lot of betting sites, like top th- five or six like odds for the chip. And you know, I'm, I'm just like, hang on a minute, Like Don Mitchell's a third year player. Felt like he, if anything, he almost regressed last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, they lost, uh, what's his name? Derek Favors, who's like Ed Ed Davis, Derek Favors, same person. Yeah. Um, In fact... Probably say Derek Favors is better. Just a little bit better. better offensively Um, anyway. And Bogdanovich, you're like, oh, whatever. He's just like a third third, option. A lot of players who go out and play against him, like a lot of stars are probably like, oh, what's your name again? You know what I mean? Oh, I just did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. I think everyone's got a bit carried away with the Jazz. Mike Conley is... Super nice. Yep. Um, and he's still a great player, but he's thirty something. You know, like I think people have just got a bit ahead of themselves with the Jazz. But they had a great off season. Don't get me wrong; they were definite winners. But yeah, who did they give up for Conley? Who were the picks?
0: They gave up Crowder, Grayson Allen, Corver, maybe another dude, and then yeah, a couple of picks. See, I, I mean, like losing.
1: Um, First Crowder mm-hmm. is like that's a loss for them. I think he was great off the bench, like defense, hit threes, like had attitude, had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, um, which you feel like quite a few of the Jazz didn't. Like you sometimes felt like Don Mitchell didn't have a chip on his shoulder this mm-hmm. year. And He's kind of like oh, I'm just taking it as it comes. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be a superstar. So. Yeah, I'll
0: give you that one. You not. Have, let's be honest, he's a second year player. You can't make these assumptions. 160 games into their career But you Were one in the pre-season That was like Yeah not a huge Donnie Mitchell fan I think he's a bit Overrated And he kind of stunk To start the he year was, So He's very
1: overrated I really like him like, Yeah yeah I yeah. would
0: have him On my team any day I think
1: he's going to be a star But I think everyone Got way too ahead Of themselves And then like they're like, oh, he's a top 15 player in the league. Yeah, he's like, an all-star. Yeah, he could be an MVP candidate this year the way yeah. And I'm like, guys, like... You yeah, I agree with you on that sense. sense. Yeah, so I like the Jazz. And I started to get really worried as I was, like, reading these odds. I'm like, oh, God, no, like, division rivals, they do really well against the Nuggets. But actually, like, I'm, I would still take the nuggets over them by, by, like, a fair margin, very comfortably.
0: And so who, after all these shuffles... Now sticking with that division rivals theme, just a nice tangent. Who do you reckon is the second best team in that division? Because Portland added Hassan Whiteside, which is a pretty snazzy move. Um, Oklahoma clearly got worse, but who's the fifth team in Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah, if they do, you know they could do something. Like there's been a lot of still D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota talk. Like apparently Golden State there was a rumour coming around like right after he signed that they were just going to trade him well they can't trade him now not not for for a while not for a yeah a couple of months I think but yeah like if all of a sudden say they land Westbrook that's an interesting mix Westbrook and Towns it is Um,
1: I would say I guess it's between Utah and Portland uh, I'm going to take Portland Mm. because I think they've got to the best player, um, which counts for a lot. I think Dame is an yeah. unreal player. I think Dame's a top ten player by like quite easily. Yep, in my opinion, um, like a top one or two point guard, uh, maybe number one might be the best point guard. Good at this point, him or Curry. Um, so yeah, I'll take Portland, then Utah, uh, and then the other two. Probably I don't even know the order anymore. It's yeah, confusing. Depends what Russell does. Well,
0: well, it's good news for you boys that there's it's just not as congested at the top of the uh, Northwest west. Northwest division anymore But it's also like the West
1: got better and I'm just like mm. Oh God are you kidding me like we just had a Kawhi bloody win <laughs> freaking hell But I think um, I, I'm still feeling okay about Denver but like I said Warriors for me this year after all of that that's gone on and everyone like oh the Warriors have tumbled I think everyone's like ah the Warriors are back on there, I reckon, and I reckon they'll do it in the regular season too. Okay, I reckon everyone about like, oh, what's going on? They won sixty-seven games. Could game. happen. What the hell? Magic Steph
0: Curry is still probably the best player in the league. Um You said something pretty interesting, Martin, yesterday. Is yeah. Like, who instills like genuine fear Who's into in, yeah. like opponents? It's still Steph Curry, right? Probably him and. Kawhi probably, well maybe not Kawhi, Giannis is another one, Um, but like Curry's in
1: that group. Curry is by far the most thought about player in the league. It's like I said to you, like no one in the NBA other than Steph Curry is like, where the hell is he at every second? (laughs) You need to know where he is the second, like the second he walks into the building, You need to know where he is because he just like he's unreal no one's ever done what he's doing um and you know like i like i've hated on steph because i hate what the warriors did and like who the warriors were and i still don't like them but um steph curry doesn't get enough love for like maybe the greatest basketballer to ever live in terms of like like, at the peak of their game, we always talk about this. Who was the best player at At, the peak. at their peak? And, like, you're like, Michael, probably. Yeah. But Steph, peak Steph Curry might be the most dangerous player in the history of the On league. offense, anyway, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. You, let's forget defense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know.
0: we just take one side of the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's hard to argue. He's had that... Oh, I, don't, I think it was his second MVP year. Not the year that he just, like, he set the record and went bonkers. It was after that he came back. People were like, all right, we're glued into him now, we've got him, and he's still... tortured. No one's stick. been out to figure him out. Could win a third yeah. MVP this year. It's not ruled out. I reckon he might. I reckon he might. That's a good call. All right, 50 minutes in. Let's end the uh, huge NBA free agency extravaganza. Any other last-minute thoughts? Uh, in case you were wondering, hardcore Cavaliers fans out there, we have signed no one. <laughs> Literally no one? <laughs> Literally no one. No. Uh, Marcus, Chris, Nick Stauskas, and Jalen Jones are our pending free agents, and I will happily see the end of all three of yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's okay. You
1: might do something with K-Love, I guess that's yeah, the I think. On
0: the horizon. I think um, I've said this on the pod before, it would surprise me if he's there after Christmas, but he might not even be there come opening night. Yeah, Clippers are a team that he could just end up on randomly, not that they have much to trade for it, but anyway, I digress. We've uh, got a couple of years before we're going to be relevant, but... Something that is relevant, uh, if you want to stop listening to the NBA stuff, tune out now, but AFL Fantasy has not been discussed on the sit-down yet. We've got 15 minutes now until team drops, so Mm. this is going to be a long podcast, but I say let's uh, talk through some of our potential moves and look at the run towards the end of the year, and then may as well, on the podcast, I'll do my special team announcement one that I do every week, but we may as well talk about the relevant stuff that drops in 15. That's Go okay. Are we just are we talking on now? Or I reckon yeah. Stay okay, on. Just so
1: I'm. Okay. i uh, I was ready to quit after last weekend very quickly. But I've, yeah, I've barely looked at my team since yeah. the Boak announcement. Yeah. Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting
0: I kind of. Well, I was when I, I got were, home after no. you found that out. It was a very sombre mood. No, at uh,
1: Lichfield Street. That's yeah, I, I, even, I actually barely even watched the footy. Yet. Like, like, because that I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go down in rank. Like, I was like pushing towards. I was like, oh, I could very realistically finish top thousand, and I took like a two thousand uh, ranking
0: tumble, tumble last yeah. week with that plus gone. Could be worse, mate. You could have rolled into that. And then had to watch the Fremantle Dockers dish up what they dished yeah, up. That was God. disgusting. If West Coast didn't win, I might have just stopped yeah. watching footy altogether. <laughs> just end it for the season. I'm yeah. uh, Good news, though. I've heard today multiple reports, including one from Simon Goodwin himself. Max Gorn's back. He's back. So he's going to be playing against the Bulldogs this week. Will he be your captain? Oh, God. I hadn't thought about it. Because um, I'm was... either going to go him... Or Jack McCrae in yeah. that game, I think. They would, that could be a very interesting fantasy. Matchup.
1: I was thinking I would roll with McCrae or, honestly, maybe even Dunkley. But now that he's back and I'm like, oh, Timmy English, uh, maybe he's the go. Because who'd, the, who'd they play last week? It was, The Bulldogs. Oh, they had uh, Geelong, didn't they? Yes, they Geelong. did. Yeah, I, you know, I and Tim English was bad again. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Although it's worth saying, I did have this listed in my notes because we watched... Oh, I must have been that game that I wrote this down from, the Geelong Bulldogs one. Um, Timmy English and Aaron Norton both look like they're going to be stars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, don't the Bulldogs have done it well, I think, because we've always been like, oh, their midfield is unbelievable. But all of a sudden, they now have a forward. There's a, another, I think, next draft prop, this um, Indigenous prospect that's in their academy who they think could be like the next Lance Franklin. Yeah. So, like, if he comes on, jeez, they're not going to write...
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I really like the look of Norton. And Tim English looks like, he looks like a, I don't, how tall is he? Say 6'7". I don't yeah. know. He looks like a 6'7 midfielder. Like, he does. He, he had a
0: couple of kicks that we were like, oh,
1: yeah, like delicious. A, yeah, he looks super mobile. He's just slight and young and probably needs a, a yeah. much bigger tank. Um, but he'll be great. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like the fantasy numbers that get served up against him, like, it's it's a feeding frenzy.
0: Well, so. Reese Stanley, not known for his uh, fantasy pedigree, had 98 last weekend against English. Scotty Lysett had a big, like, what, a 130, 140 the week Huge. before that. I think before Run- that 90. was be 160, so... Yeah, I'm leaning towards going maxi gone, but I'm yeah, well. not 100% certain if I'm going to tick him off or McRae, because, God, McRae could just destroy I might just him. honestly
1: dunk Dunkley up. Although, I, I mean, I've got to move Kelly on this week, so... Yes! Um... That will be probably a, a Rolls-Royce type of player who comes in. Ooh, and then I might it's have, been a while
0: since you've had the uh, captain badge on someone who came in for debut. Yeah, so yeah. I
1: might just have to roll with... Uh, the, there's a few guys I'm floating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably looking like, at this point, Lockie Neal. Um, or probably more likely is Paddy Cripps. Um, who's, yeah, right. who's absolute. He's not going to drop much lower. He's 646, I think. Yeah. Um, his break-even's 103. And you know, I kind of feel like before he had this two week break, or plus the bye, yeah. he um, he might have been like been hampered by that foot injury. Yeah. Which you're like, if that goes away, he was unreal to start the year. He's and he's uh, when he's going, he's probably arguably the best fantasy player. I think he was year. my
0: first picked midfielder this Same. year. Yeah, he was. For so and we looked. I remember there was that Brisbane anomaly where he had like 150 50, or something yeah. like that. With the exception of that, there was like 60, 50, and one or two of them he copped a tag. So if you've got a bum foot and you're copping tags, like yeah. you just, and Carlton was getting smashed in some of those games as well. So it wouldn't surprise me if he flipped the script and was 110 average from here on out. He's yeah. definitely someone I've got my eye on because no matter what happens in the next 11 minutes, team selection wise, there is absolutely no way, no way. I will have Angus Brayshaw in my team next week. Yeah. You well, watch him now work. go score 150, but oh. like at some point, you just got to cut your losses. So I'm looking at... I'm luckily uh, one of the coaches that hasn't been able to afford Josh Kelly yet, so yeah. um, I don't have to deal with that issue, but I do have to get Brayshaw out. And because of my... I did double downgrade last week, I got a nice 417k savings account. So I could flip Brayshaw out to pretty much anyone. I'm a bit against paying like top dollar for players, right. but I did it with Mitchie Duncan, who hasn't been fantastic since I brought him in, but he'd be alright, he's a gun. He's a um, and I might do the same this week with Josh Dunkley. He's someone that I can get for Brayshaw, and regardless of what my other move is, I still have a pretty hefty amount of coin to still do moves in the future with. I said this to you, maybe it was even yesterday, um, if,
1: if I don't know what when it is in the year, if early September oh no late September rolls round, and some and Gil McLaughlin is saying uh, and the Brown medal goes to Josh Dunkley Yeah. the way he he's played and the numbers he's racked up you, you'd kind of have to be like oh okay like I don't think he's the favourite and I don't think he should win at the moment but if he did and it wouldn't surprise me if he did I, I, you would have to be like oh yeah actually geez he's probably been the Best plays. He's had unreal numbers. So like he has, yeah, that's a good point. I think bringing in Dunkley is like about as close as a surefire like thing as you can yeah. get. Yeah,
0: his break even's like one fifteen, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, but his last five, I think he's gone over that in every he's, single he's game. He's averaging um, like one twenty seven in his last five. Yeah, it's crazy. ridiculous. And even if you take out, I can't remember who it was. It. I think it was Carlton. He had that big one fifty odd or whatever. You take that out. And since like the week before his buy, he's just been going bang bang bang. Well bang. what it is,
1: it's since round seven against Richmond, that's where he went back into the midfield. If you take him mind
0: where I traded him out in round four.
1: Yeah. If you take out he had one seventy seven in there, other than that, he hasn't gone under one eighteen since round seven. That is ridiculous. So, you know, I think you should, he's the guy you should shift heaven and earth to get.
0: Yeah, well, I was looking at paying up for Josh Kelly. (laughs) I'm glad I nearly (laughs) went last week, Max Gorn out to Zach Clark and Willem Drew to Josh Kelly. Mm. If I had have done that, we would not be sitting here right now. I would have have deleted Sports by Fry. I'd be off all forms of social, uncontactable. I would not have been able to bear that. Um, As I'm scrolling through Twitter and trying to look for some news, uh, Jason Carter Bloke that Frio drafted this year Indigenous product Who generated a bit of buzz Has been upgraded to our primary list So don't rule out him Playing some games in the last third of the year But one yeah. bloke who is going to play Is Hugh Goddard He's mm-hmm. been named to debut this week He's been toiling all season long He's 22 I think 21 he, so an he was an ex-Saint yeah. First round pick with St Kilda In the VFL he's been putting up I think 76 Average uh, for his last couple of games, so pretty solid. Should be a good downgrade target. Um, I think I'll, gi- I'll always like to wait a week and think there's not too much to gain from grabbing a 170k bloke because the last thing you want to do is get them and then watch them get dropped next yeah. week, which happens way too often. Always. I reckon one or two games is good sample size and then you pounce on them. Insane of that. I got Dunkley uh, from Melbourne last Same. week. Yeah, I had to. But yeah, Hand was fucking of forced with Bewley and Baker both going out. So. in.
1: Yeah,
0: well, that's uh, another name to talk about. Dan Hanabry has officially, well, not officially, teams aren't out for another six or seven minutes, but according to all reports, he's going to be dumped from St Kilda's lineup. So no. where does that leave you? Well, he's not going to be dumped. He wasn't in. It last yeah. Where does that leave down. you uh, emergency-wise? Are you got anyone to cover him,
1: Dunkley? Dunkley's still, yeah, if he gets named, he'll be all right. Um, there's no, there's a chance Buley comes back in, honestly, after last bloody week for you boys. Like, I think he uh,
0: will be the first man out. Like, he'll be the travelling emergency to Longceston. Right. Um, didn't play in the waffle last week, though, which is mm. worth noting. Yeah. We'd we'll like to keep him fresh and uh, the off chance that he was going to play in the derby, but didn't happen. So, yeah, I think if Dunkley gets struck this week and nothing else comes uh, emerges in the form of Brett Beale. You and I could both be screwed. Yeah,
1: uh, big time. It's uh, I can always flip hannabury That's fine. Like yeah. I can go hannabury and Kelly to. Oh, I could have a field day there. Honestly, um, that would be pretty delicious. I could, yeah, I could probably because I've got nearly hundred k left over as well. I could. Realistically, go Crips and Rocky or someone like
0: that. Maybe not. I actually probably could do that. That's a good one. That yeah. would be. We, have, we were doing a little bit of talk about it before we started recording. Mm. I like the looks of that. that. Um, be very so we'll real. see. Or oh, I could. I could
1: definitely go. I oh, know. I won't say definitely, but like Neil and Rocky, or I don't know, somewhere
0: around there. Rocky Neil is someone who I Neil and Bond. definitely have in my songs. There's only so many spots in your midfield, but <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, just contradict myself. This is part of the reason why I'm like, do I trade out Brayshaw this week? Because I can still get to Crips and Neil and like those type of dudes from Brayshaw for like 50k. And if I've got 400 grand, I'm like, do I just give Brayshaw another week, get Dunkley in another lot like somehow and um, I can maybe then still turn Grifflow into Bunga Hearn.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I still am... I think only bring in genuine premiums, mm. and I know I went against that in the light, like bringing in Hanabree, but you know, you feel like that's a cash cow situation. The same with Matt possibly Birchall this week. Yeah. Um, if you can get a guy who's gonna give you an 80 and still put on 50 grand for the week, and I'm, I'm not opposed to doing that. But other than that, I think, only consider ultra premiums. Yeah. I feel like that is should just be like your moniker, the whole, I don't think moniker's the right word, mantra, yeah. the whole year. And you you can't go wrong. Like you'll end up in a good spot by the end of the year, only bringing guys who you seriously think are like 700K, guaranteed 100 every week. Yeah. Um, so maybe it would be worth bringing in, um, Bunga Hearn's a bit up and down for me at the moment. I will, will yeah. Be.
0: He- his break-even's 110, so I'm like, he could... Probably go down he, one more Chance way. he doesn't reach that. And you could get him in the 500s. Collingwood is apparently, according to some numbers, which can all be taken with the grain of salt, because things change it's every changed. week. Um, Collingwood is one of the easiest teams for defenders, if not the easiest team for defenders to score against. Uh, speaking of defenders, you mentioned Grant Birchall. 350 grand mm. he costs. Break-even so of 58. 54. 4, sorry. That's right. Um, so it costs you 10 grand. To go from Griffin Low to him. If uh, you were desperate, would
1: you sign off on that move? Yeah, absolutely. I like I said, if you feel like it's definitely going to make you money, and like virtual averages around eighty for his career. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, and he's a, the thing about those guys is they're veterans. Like they mm-hmm. know how to just get to twenty touches. Like you don't need much more from Birchill. He'll probably kick the ball in a
0: fair bit as well. Yeah, he's got that's that true. That's something boot. to consider.
1: Um, so, because who kicks in for them? Silk sometimes and. Sicily, maybe? Sicily? Maybe? Yeah,
0: Sicily does every now and then. Um, Silk and Sicily, so. And who else am I thinking of? Oh, know, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: so he might take a couple of kick ins and that, like, all of a sudden. Jarman is... Impy. Who? Jarman Impy. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you um, might like to release him had
0: 79 last week for the Box Hill Hawks, hmm. had 10 marks in that, so yep. he's the type of bloke that. You know, everyone loves those and talks about those plus sixes that, you know, you're chipping the ball around in the back line and he tends to get on the end of it quite often. He'll
1: probably get off the chain a bit as well because people are probably a little bit less worried about him as they used to. Like, back in the day, he was the guy, oh, he's damaging off that back flank. We need to make sure we know where he is. But now, especially the way the Hawks are playing, you're like, oh, maybe not. Speaking
0: of the Hawks, uh, they're... One of their changes has been announced. Jack Gunston's not playing, not a big out for them. Yeah. But Chad Wingard is in. Oh. Hasn't really lived up to the hype like we thought he would when he came over from Port. But he was underdone. Yeah, and let's be honest. Well, did he do his calf in the pre season or bef- like before he even got there? I can't, oh, I can't remember. He's had injury issues for ages. So, yeah, anyway, that's uh, one that's filtered through, still getting plenty of other stuff. But Tigers, GWS, they play on Sunday. Richmond has added four players. To their squad at the moment, Jack Reebot will be back. Liam Baker, he's not still sitting on your you no. I no, him out I a while ago. Like ages ago. Um, they haven't said any outs yet, but that Derek Eggmully Smith bloke, mm-hmm. he, he was alright. He had sixty, I think, last oh, week. I right, had like fifty-eight, so yeah, right. he could be a bit of a cash grab for someone. Maybe on the way looks off, and I think we'll probably get Ruck status. Next week mm. um, He's still listed in the side I think he's like perfect. Have you watched much of him play?
1: Yeah I've watched Quite a few of their games I reckon he'll
0: He's like a perfect Complimentary piece To um, Tobin and Curtis When he comes back Like yeah. Chow can just pinch hit In the ruck He can yeah. hit the forward ruck Very stuff. Rory
1: Lob Like Yeah Yeah Very It's a good call
0: And he can still have a bit of a scoreboard presence as well. So
1: he's uh, he's really good. Um, once the ball hits the ground, compared to those traditional ruckmen, I really like him. I think I don't know how old he is. He must be young. He's so young. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he'll be one of like the elite players in the league at Could some point. Couldn't surprise me. You heard yeah. it here first.
0: Um, big Friday night clash for your boys against the Pies. They've got a debutant who we haven't spoken about yet, mm. in the form of Josh Noble. Yeah. he was a bloke they signed in the mid-season draft. So I think he's played three. VFL games to start his career and he's averaged like twenty three touches or something. Oh so okay. I
1: thought you were gonna say twenty three Dream Team. Nah, eighty four
0: dream is his average. It's so that's interesting. I don't I don't really sign off on nabbing him right away though, because he could just get chopped out for yeah. someone.
1: You feel like Quain is the more or however you say his name.
0: Um, yeah. Quain, Quain that's um, the one. Um, uh, Taylor uh, Adams isn't back for Collingwood, so it seems like Noble plays one or two. Adams is a yeah, straight swap for yeah, him. Yeah. Um, Quainall kept his spot in the side So he's someone that around think... till Howe comes back Yeah I think so And Jeremy Howe's at least out for another week Maybe two So nothing wrong with uh, doing a griff loader Quainall move to mm-hmm. grab 70k there I might even do that this week actually uh, Not a lot else really relevant Collingwood side Josh Kennedy's back for you boys Archie and Duggan are the outs With Liam Cole coming back in as well Tom Cole what did I say? Uh, Liam. Oh, I was looking at Ryan. As
1: well. Interesting Duggan out. I, that's a bit harsh. I thought I he thought was pretty good last week. I think, but... uh,
0: might say here yeah, that he's injured. So. Oh, actually, yeah. No, I think he did get injured. That's Cripsy, right. as we expected, named along with uh, Goddard for Carlton. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot else report from Sydney-wise. As I've said before, Wingard and Birchall are back in for Hawthorne. We saw uh, Ollie Hanrahan. He still kept his spot. He's probably my favourite, like cash cow. target at the moment he's only 210 grand or something he's up forward too isn't he yeah so forward seems to be the spot where a lot of people are really strapped for cash strapped for reliable downgrade blokes um so i think he's a good target One bloke that a lot of people will trade out, and I will uh, now after reading this, is Griffin Lowe, because he has been omitted from Fremantle's side. Yeah, they Griff. Thanks for the
1: two good weeks, though. Yeah, well, uh, put together
0: a month of footy, and yeah, made us a quick 150k, so good on you, mate. Uh, Will Snelling from Essendon is someone that I really have my sights set on, but... Listed as an emergency again, okay. along with uh, Braden Ham. So don't go trade him out Talkin if you Braden got him. Hamm. He, he yeah. had a pretty good VFL game as well, actually. He kicked two, had like twenty five touches. So I wouldn't go flicking him because he you, could you, come back.
1: You just hope that those guys who are sitting on like
0: Essendon and
1: um, the Hawks or the Bulldogs, yeah, you sort of hope that they just drop out of finals contention. So they're like, oh, all right, we'll just play the kids now. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll blood them. So. so yeah, that's, I think that's the thing to think about. Who are those teams who are on the fringe who are about to probably pull the plug? So let's be honest, like Essendon might... Actually, Essendon in a good position, but there is there are those few teams. Frio is probably a good example. Yeah, like, Griflo might... Like that back. Jason Carter like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, it's not... I'll just skim through the team sheets. Not a lot really relevant else to talk about. Gorn is back, so is Trav Boat. We expect that to happen, but it has happened. The only other maybe... Relevant out. Matthew Parker for the Saints. Some people will be floating around with him. So there's a swap for Ollie Hanrahan. Mm. We could make you some bank. So you reckon uh, you're going to jump on Paddy Cripps? Oh, very possibly. I'll, I'll have a sit down. You know, there's always... Wait and those... see what happens Friday, Arvo. That's
1: it. And there's always those guys who you're like, oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't realise I could get to him if I do this weird little flip from mm. back to forward. And I don't know. There's, I'm almost tempted to address my my bench situation because I I have very few playing uh, emergencies so that burnt me last week with the Trav boat and I guess I've gone a little bit less situation yeah a lot um, of people
0: are in that same boat ruck wise and
1: midfield guys really killed me last week like obviously I had to flip around to cover Dan Hanabry like I brought Dunkley in who might just get did he get named by the I way? don't know I,
0: as you uh, said that I reacted because uh, I didn't even see his name so mm, good as good. in or out so that's a good okay. thing but uh. but yeah it's um, it, it's if you're at the point where
1: you're like oh, my team's nearly full it feels like maybe covering your your bases on the, the bench isn't the worst way to go Pro- probably because you also generate some money yeah. out of it um, so I might look to get a Bench like a bench forward like I might bring Hanrahan in yep. for Burgess who I've still got <laughs> floating around who did know. not
0: come in <laughs> here's the funniest thing <laughs> I keep calling Chris Burgess Callum in uh-huh. like all my Dream Team articles oh. all my sports by ones and I have no idea like I'll do it and someone will be like mate you called him Callum again <laughs> don't yeah. ask me why I do it he's never been in my team uh, all year not relevant uh, speaking of not relevant Angus Bradshaw named it in the forward pocket Catch ya out later. Oh Kyle Bunkley still listening on the extended bench. So mm. they got two injured out. so I don't really expect him to get dropped, but okay. see what happens. Uh, 69 minutes into this long podcast. I think that'll call it quits. Uh, good luck in round 17, mate. Hopefully, you and I can both return to relevance in the AFL fantasy world, but. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm giving up hope of uh, me reaching that 10k mark. I'm now sitting at 16,000th uh, rank wise. Do you know where you got pushed back to last week? I'm um, you... in the 6,000th. I think I can get it up in two seconds. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm at six
1: three eleven. Mm, not um, bad. Not then, bad. Not bad. But you know, that's from I was thinking I was in I was in the threes, like three yeah. or something like that. So.
0: Hey, a week's a long time in uh, fantasy footage. so... picky pick your captain right and you never know. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, I might honestly... I flipped a coin last week if I was going to trade Max Gorn or not, and that kind of eventuated, okay? Because if I had a traded him, that would have gone to Scott Lysett, and I don't really yeah. know how I feel about uh, having Scotty Lysette. What Lysett did Lysette get last week? Oh yeah, I think he had 100. Actually, he was under a bit of an injury clout. I remember readings Well, because he did the PCL. Yeah, but I think I think he's named and still playing. So. Oh, okay. yeah, can't and wait for Friday night footy. That's gonna really be great. Yeah, it will be. All right, wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for jumping on, mate. Sunday sit down this Ch- week. Chippy windy. Chippy windy.